Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic and the Moon podcast. As always, I'm your host, David, and today I am joined by our first guest on this podcast, and that is Jay Gardner of the That Kentucky Witch YouTube channel. Would you like to introduce yourself, Jay? Yeah, uh, David, great to be here. Um, This is pretty much the first podcast I've ever done, so I'm not quite sure what to expect, but uh, we can have some fun doing it. Yes, definitely. Thank you for being here. So for those that don't know, Jay, as I just mentioned, uh, has a YouTube channel called That Kentucky Witch. He has uh, no BS tarot readings, his book recommendations and reviews. He's super cool. Um, Also great resources for male witches, for LGBTQ witches. So go check him out. Like and subscribe. Give him some love. Which brings us to our topic, because this week we are venturing into some uncharted territory that I have never gone into myself, but we're going to be talking about the craft and social media. Oh, what a dumpster fire that can be sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Double-edged sword. Right. Double-edged sword. It's a great but at the same time, you have to be really hesitant going into it. For sure. For sure. So, Jay, for those out there that are maybe trying to like get started in their craft or even just learn more about some things, what are some uh, tips you would give someone for navigating social media in the witchy realm? Okay, first of all, don't start with social media. Hit the books. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like I said before, you know, I'm really fortunate to have um, to have had a coven when I first started out. So I had a support net, but um you know a lot of people who are just starting out these days don't have that kind of uh support system so it's really important to actually read and get that foundation knowledge before you move on definitely yeah you know i think um that's very true as much as like the younger generation maybe is a little bit averse to like reading actual paper books that would be my recommendation as well um, you know, it's easier to Is navigate good, kind of the ocean of information once you kind of have a better sense of like what is accurate and correct. Because if you just get thrown to the wolves of the internet, it's very easy to be misinformed or taken advantage of. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, definitely start out start out with with good books. Um, like I said, solid foundation before you you know. Social media is good because you can interact a little bit more with, um, you know, different authors, different bloggers. And, um, you know, maybe if you have the chance, you can ask them one-on-one questions. Um, But when, you know, when you're looking into this, it's important to remember that, you know, not everything is what it seems, uh, you know, online. Um, There's a vast distinction. That's true. The um, the anonymity of the internet can be a little concerning sometimes yeah. because people you know aren't always who they say they are, and there's not always a way to verify that someone has you know a certain respectability that maybe you would be aware of in person. And right. Sometimes that's a little scary. <laughs> so not not everyone uh, who says that they're you know a third degree high priestess is because they might be you know 12 and live in their mom's basement and (laughs) don't really know what they're doing so it's good to uh well myself you know i i use instagram 
mm. to kind of you know, talk about my daily life. So it's it's out there for people to see. <clears throat> um, I don't uh, personally myself. I don't show my work. You know, I, I don't think it's it's open to the public. That's just my personal belief. You know, right. I don't show any type of rituals I do or anything like that. Mm. But I do show books that I read. You know, I show. Um, you know, I talk about the podcasts that I do listen to that I think are good examples of things that, um, you know, people who are just starting out should, you know, pay attention to. Yeah. Uh, I use Twitter to kind of keep up with, um, you know, the goings on in, in today's, uh, you know, in the modern day, I guess, witchcraft life. Definitely. Definitely. You know, I think that when you're new and you're first starting out and you're looking into the craft and looking into kind of maybe what practice you would like to start, or if you're looking into maybe a tradition, um, people get very excited, which is cool and you should be excited. But I think in that excitement, sometimes you, we neglect the research and the learning and the reading part, which is very, very important. You know, you can't instantly jump into ritual work and no, bigger not. things. You know why you're doing things not just how to do it, but, you know, why am I working with these gods? Why am I, you know, if, if you're following, you know, a more wicked path, why am I working with these gods? Why am I using these tools? It's not, you know, pick up your thame, mm-hmm. go running it around in the air. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, certain, there's certain actions that we do, and there's a reason why we do it. Um you know, it, it might be different in traditional. I don't know traditional as well as I do Wicca. You know, mm-hmm. it's not my path. It's not what I follow. But I still read up on it. And so I, I know a little bit right. about, you know, how things work. And, and that's important. I like that you pointed that out of like, you know, you don't necessarily have to go down every path you encounter. But that um, education and being aware of things is good to know because that might be how you find out what path uh, you would prefer. Right. No. Um, as a gardenarian, we have certain things that we do in our rituals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alexandrian does things differently. But as far as personal practice, it's mine's a little, possibly a little bit varied than you know someone else's because I can adapt things from others but i've researched why i'm adapting these right now i I don't just go willy-nilly into it you know i don't see a spell on instagram Mm -hmm. and grab it and be like oh i want to try this no it's it's i see this i look into it Mm -hmm. i read up on it yeah you know i think things through before i even you know attempt to incorporate this into my personal practice 100 percent. yeah and um so much about the crafters magical practice really in general regardless of tradition involves your own personal energy and resonance and your own intuition so i would say personally that you may not even have the best results if you're just kind of mindlessly mimicking things you see online because it's not so very significant to you right not every spell is going to work for every person it's it's your own energy that you're using to to do this work and your energy is a different flavor from anyone else's. So you're not always going to get those exact results because witchcraft isn't an exact science. No, it's not. It works. Mm -hmm. 100%. I think that um, maybe it's a little bit of a misconception as well, especially to 
some people that are more on the inexperienced side of things because, you know, we like it to be like logical and to always make sense. But, you know, like when it comes to the craft, A plus B is not always C. So right. um, uh, you have to do some digging and some experimentation sometimes to see what's going to work for you and maybe what doesn't. And that's another thing that bothers me about some people online is, oh, I'm an expert in, you know, divination or herbology. No, you're not. Because (laughs) you're not an exact science. There are no experts in in witchcraft. There are people who are knowledgeable and more knowledgeable than others, but Mm -hmm. we cannot be experts in in the craft. It's it's not possible because we're always always experimenting Mm -hmm. and we're gaining more parts, but no one's ever going to be an expert on, on anything witchcraft related. It's not possible. That's very true. Um, and I would maybe approach situations with caution when someone's claiming to be an expert. Um, for one thing, like that's not the most, um, humble attitude, (laughs) which I'm kind of wary of from the get go. But aside from that, you know, there, there's no such thing as an expert. There's just people that are more experienced than you. Right. Now there's also warning signs. Mm -hmm. If look into a tradition with people and they want say they want to charge you for instruction no yeah (laughs) that's that's just bad that's just asking for trouble all the way around also you know people who want sexual favors Mm -hmm. in you know in payment for instruction no absolutely not there there's predators out there right now to even consider doing that 100 percent um you know unfortunately um wicca or really just witchcraft as a whole is not immune to the same issues that kind of plague other things as well and just like you have maybe some ministers or priests who have bad intentions you have to keep your eyes out for some witches as well unfortunately it's just the world that we live in it really is. You you have to be really wary of of what you're looking for. So that's that's why I'm saying start out with a good foundation. Get you know even if you go on Facebook and join like a seekers group, get recommendations from others. You know make sure that whoever you're you're planning on seeking with is valid mm-hmm. and they have a good reputation. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Jay, you've mentioned some red flags. Um, what are some signs maybe that things are going well? What are some uh, what are some ways you can tell that maybe a group or a tradition or a leader, et cetera, is um, a good match? They're established. Um, they do have that good reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some people are, you know, more hidden than others, but mm-hmm. you can still find out you know, their background a little bit. You can sit down and have a one-on-one because that's what we do. When we have seekers, you know, we sit them down and we get to know them, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, that really helps in the long run because you get a kind of a a feeling for a person. If they're going to be a good fit, if they're not, we can recommend them to, you know, maybe another outer court or something like that. Right. But you definitely want to get to know a person before you, you know, go headlong into a tradition. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the people that you 
you know, we're looking to maybe like circle with, like, it's a big deal. It's a big commitment. So just like you for yourself, you know, want to be responsible and be aware and be um, mindful of who you're associating with. The same goes for another group that you're looking to join. You know, they're not going to just let anybody who asks become a part of something because that's not responsible. Yeah. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to want to go in willy nilly. Definitely not. You, you're not being anymore. Yeah. (laughs) hundred percent. Well, you're going to end up being very close to these people. Um, right. and you're spending a lot of time with them. You're going to know them very personally, um, at some point. So, you know, you don't want to let a random person kind of like into your world in that way without knowing some things first. You need that trust factor. hundred percent. hundred percent. So it, it's definitely, I mean, you can go onto, you know, any type of social media that you want and strike up conversations with people, learn, mm-hmm. don't, you know, go into something blindly hundred percent. But I think that also at the same time, places like Instagram are good for learning. Um, yeah. you know, people like Matt Aron, he posts quite a bit about, um, his experiences and things that are in his book. And those, that's really valuable information. Um, so it, it, there can be really good resources in the long run, but at the same time, you need to be hesitant hundred percent. Yeah. The, the interconnectivity is great. It's easier to find like-minded people and share resources, but as with anything else, just in life, be cautious, be aware, be well-informed. Do your research. Absolutely. So one thing I did want to bring up with you, Jay, and this isn't quite only the social media topic, but it does go kind of hand in hand is um, the baby witch phenomenon. <laughs> um there's some controversy as i'm sure probably most of us know but if you haven't um a baby witch is basically someone who is newer to the practice and they are referring to themselves as a baby witch basically as um i guess to say that they're a novice or a newcomer i hate that term so much i do as well i'm not a fan but you know if somebody wants to call themselves that more power to them. Hey, yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's derogatory, but you know that's that's you do you. However, again, I'm going to recommend read, read and learn. Hundred um, percent. Touch base with established practitioners. Absolutely. You know, go off and try to hex the moon, mm-hmm. so to speak. Because, you know, I don't know what that whole conference, uh, controversy came from. Um, if it was just one person acting alone and just started drumming up all this mm-hmm. um, hoo-ha, so to speak. Right. But um, if you're just starting out, do the work. Because if you don't do the work, you're not going to get anything out of it. 100%. And um, when we say we hate the term baby witch, that, that is by no means to discourage a, a newcomer from learning. And beginning no, the practice, but be respectful. Be respectful of other people. Be respectful of yourself. Um, again, I'm not a fan of that term, but if you choose to call yourself a baby witch, that's fine. But this is just to say, be respectful. Take responsibility for yourself. Don't take everything at face value. Be discerning. Do the work. Do the work. Yeah, I, I think the biggest frustration is... In know, the long run, you know, in the long run... You're going to thank yourself. Absolutely. The resources are out there. 
You just have to make sure they're the right resources for you, number one. Yeah. Because if you're not comfortable putting your whole self into this, you're not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. I mean, you need to put yourself and doing the honest work. Absolutely. I mean, the craft is a commitment. You're like anything else. It's not really something that's, you know, it's not just a casual hobby. It's not um, a play thing that you can just pick no. up when you want and put it back down. No, you're... Even, even if path, you're, you know, if you're Wiccan or you know traditionalist, it's it's a commitment. It really is. This is. is this is going to be your life for you know until the day you die. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes even after. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you no, know, it's it's you really you've got to do the work. Otherwise, you're not going to get that fulfillment that you need out of it. That's very true. That's very true. And I think, um, you know, we're seeing kind of a rise in popularity of the occult in general, but particularly the craft online. And you know, the benefit it, of that is that we're talking to each other more and it's easier to learn and meet like-minded people that maybe we wouldn't have access to, you know, geographically. Maybe you live somewhere that's not um, very welcoming to non-traditional um, beliefs and such. But the downside, of course, uh, is it's very easy to be misinformed and take advantage of it's very easy to misrepresent yourself and um i think in a more casual like a less serious problem is just there are people that jump on the trend without maybe really understanding what they're doing right well it comes in waves i mean in the 70s you had a big you know occult uprising right and it kind of waned and you know now it seems like it's coming back you know you've got all of these TV shows, you've got Sabrina, you've got, um, you know, going back a few years, you've got Charmed, you've got the Charmed reboot, mm-hmm. and it makes witchcraft sexy, so to speak. Right. I know quite a few witches, and sexy is not the word I'd use for it. <laughs> no. Uh, not, that's not to say I don't know quite a few really attractive witches, because I do, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not about that it's about feeling what's inside being attractive and using that positive energy. Absolutely. And that that really is what working with magic is about. It's about peeling back that layer of what's immediately obvious and seeing the deeper connection and seeing what's underneath. It's not that there's anything wrong with like the aesthetic or the visual, but it needs to be deeper than just the surface level. You need to feel that connection not only to, you know, the earth, if you if you work, you know, that way, with the spirits, the gods, but most of all, you need to feel that connection with yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. Because the more positive you are, the more positive your energy is, the more successful you will be, you know, doing doing witchcraft. Definitely. That's just my two cents. Yeah, I I would agree with that for sure. You know, you can. You can only fake it for so long, especially when you're working with energy and working with spirits. Like you can't, you can't lie. You can't like they're. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fake it. They, they see all. Yes. They see all. Know all. Yeah. Pretending can only take you so far, for sure. So I mean, while it's good that you know there is media representation, be it you know mm-hmm. over you know dramatized, right. but. How do I say this without sounding uh, 
slightly rude. <laughs> that's, that's not a resource you should go for. You know, like no. I say, stick with the books. You know, 100%. if there is um, a vlogger that you enjoy listening to, give them a listen. Like um, I said with uh, Thorne Mooney's book, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a great resource guide. Uh, it's one I highly recommend. She's got a fantastic YouTube channel that, mm-hmm. you know, even though I have a YouTube channel, I watch Thorne. I learn from Thorne. Yeah. Definitely, there are the resources out there. There's the good resources. Those are the ones to look for. So, Jay, we are coming up on our time for today. Is there anything you'd like to share with the listeners before we close it out? Um, Not off the top of my head. Um, Again, I'm on social media, so you can follow me on Instagram. I'm that Kentucky witch, all one word. Um, I'm on Twitter at that KY witch and um, the YouTube channel, that Kentucky witch. And I appreciate you having me on, David. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you for being here, Jay. I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, Keep those broomsticks flying. Blessed be. Blessed be. All right. We will see you guys next week.